Day 96 of 365, the Bible Challenge with Abby Joy. Proverbs chapter 8, verse 32 to 36. And so, my children, listen to me, for all who follow my ways are joyful. Listen to my instruction and be wise, don't ignore it. Joyful are those who listen to me, watching for me daily at my gates, waiting for me outside my home. For whoever finds me finds life and receives favour from the Lord. But those who miss me injure themselves. All who hate me love death. Luke chapter 11, verse 5 to 32. Then, teaching them more about prayer, he used this story. Suppose you went to a friend's house at midnight, wanting to borrow three loaves of bread. You say to him, a friend of mine has just arrived for a visit and I have nothing for him to eat. And suppose he calls out from his bedroom, don't bother me. The door is locked for the night and my family and I are all in bed. I can't help you. But I tell you this, though he won't do it for friendship's sake, if you keep knocking long enough, he will get up and give you whatever you need because of your shameless persistence. And so I tell you, keep on asking and you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking and you will find Keep on knocking and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, everyone who seeks finds, and to everyone who knocks the door will be opened. You fathers, if your children ask for a fish, do you give them a snake instead? Or if they ask for an egg, do you give them a scorpion? Of course not. So, if you sinful people know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? One day, Jesus cast out a demon from a man who couldn't speak, and when the demon was gone, the man began to speak. The crowds were amazed, but some of them said, No wonder he can cast out demons. He gets his power from Satan, the prince of demons. Others, trying to test Jesus, demanded that he show them a miraculous sign from heaven to prove his authority. He knew their thoughts, so he said, Any kingdom divided by civil war is doomed. A family splintered by feuding will fall apart. You say I am empowered by Satan, but if Satan is divided and fighting against himself, how can his kingdom survive? And if I am empowered by Satan... What about your own exorcists? They cast out demons too, so they will condemn you for what you have said. But if I am casting out demons by the power of God, then the kingdom of God has arrived among you. For when a strong man is fully armed and guards his palace, his possessions are safe, until someone even stronger attacks and overpowers him, strips him of his weapons and carries off his belongings. Anyone who isn't with me opposes me, and anyone who isn't working with me is actually working against me. When an evil spirit leaves a person, it goes into the desert searching for rest, but when it finds none, it says, 
I will return to the person I came from. So it returns and finds that its former home is all swept and in order. Then the spirit finds seven other spirits more evil than itself and they all enter the person and live there. So that person is worse off than before. As he was speaking, a woman in the crowd called out, God bless your mother, the womb from which you came and the breasts that nursed you. Jesus replied, But even more blessed are all who hear the word of God and put it into practice. As the crowd pressed in on Jesus, he said this, This evil generation keeps asking me to show the miraculous sign, but the only sign I will give them is the sign of Jonah. What happened to him was a sign to the people of Nineveh that God had sent him. What happens to the Son of Man will be a sign to to these people that he was sent by God. The Queen of Sheba will stand up against this generation on Judgment Day and condemn it, for she came from a distant land to hear the wisdom of Solomon. Now, someone greater than Solomon is here, but you refuse to listen. The people of Nineveh will also stand up against this generation on Judgment Day and condemn it, for they repented of their sins at the preaching of Jonah. Now, someone greater than Jonah is here, but you refuse to repent. Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 15 to chapter 5, verse 33. But be very careful. You did not see the Lord's form on that day. He spoke to you from the heart of the fire at Mount Sinai. So do not corrupt yourselves by making an idol in any form, whether of a man or a woman, an animal on the ground, a bird in the sky, a small animal that scurries along the ground or a fish in the deepest sea. And when you look up into the sky and see the sun, moon and stars, all the forces of heaven, don't be seduced into worshipping them. The Lord your God gave them to all the people of the earth. Remember that the Lord rescued you from the iron-smelting furnace of Egypt in order to make you his very own people and his special possession, which is what you are today. But the Lord was angry with me because of you. He vowed that I would not cross the Jordan River into the good land the Lord your God is giving you as your special possession. You will cross the Jordan to occupy the land, but I will not. Instead, I will die here on the east side of the river. So be careful not to break the covenant the Lord your God has made with you. Do not make idols of any shape or form, for the Lord your God has forbidden this. The Lord your God is a devouring fire. He is a jealous God. In the future, when you have children and grandchildren and have lived in the land a long time, do not corrupt yourselves by making idols of any kind, This is evil in the sight of the Lord your God and will arouse his anger. Today I call on heaven and earth as witnesses against you. If you break my covenant, you will quickly disappear from the land you were crossing the Jordan to occupy. You will live there only a short time. Then you will be utterly destroyed. For the Lord will scatter you among the nations where only a few of you will survive. 
there, in a foreign land, you will worship idols made from wood and stone, gods that neither see nor hear nor eat nor smell. But from there, you will search again for the Lord your God. And if you search for him with all your heart and soul, you will find him. In the distant future, when you, suffer, when you are suffering all these things, you will finally return to the Lord your God and listen to what he tells you. For the Lord your God is a merciful God. He will not abandon you or destroy you or forget the solemn covenant he made with your ancestors. Now, search all of history from the time God created the people on the earth until now. And search from one end of the heavens to the other. Has anything as great as this ever been seen or heard before? Has any nation ever heard the voice of God speaking from fire as you did and survived? Has any other God dared to take a nation for himself out of another nation by means of trials, miraculous signs, wonders, war, a strong hand, a powerful arm and terrifying acts? Yet that is what the Lord your God did for you in Egypt, right before your eyes. He showed you these things so you would know that the Lord is God and there is no other. He let you hear his voice from heaven so he could instruct you. He let you see his great fire here on earth so he could speak to you from it. Because he loved your ancestors, he chose to bless their descendants and he personally brought you out of Egypt with a great display of power. He drove out nations far greater than you so he could bring you in and give you their land as your special possession as it is today. So remember this and keep it firmly in mind. The Lord is God, both in heaven and on earth, and there is no other. If you obey all the decrees and commands I'm giving you today, all will be well with you and your children. I'm giving you these instructions so you will enjoy a long life in the land the Lord your God is giving you for all time. Then Moses set apart three cities of refuge east of the Jordan River. Anyone who killed another person unintentionally without previous hostility could flee there to live in safety. These were the cities. Bezer on the wilderness plateau for the tribe of Reuben, Ramoth in Gilead, for the tribe of Gad, Golan in Bashan for the tribe of Manasseh. This is the body of instructions that Moses presented to the Israelites. These are the laws, decrees and regulations that Moses gave to the people of Israel when they left Egypt and as they camped in the valley near Beth Peor, east of the Jordan River. This land was formerly occupied by the Amorites under King Sihon, who ruled from Heshbon, but Moses and the Israelites destroyed him and his people when they came up from Egypt. Israel took possession of his land and that of King Og of Bashan, the two Amorite kings east of the Jordan. So Israel conquered the entire area from Aoer to the edge of Arnon Gorge all the way to Mount Sirion, also called Mount Hermon. And they conquered the east, eastern bank of the Jordan River as far south as the Dead Sea below the slopes of Pishgah. Moses called the people of Israel together and said, Listen carefully, Israel. Hear the decrees and regulations I am giving you today so you may learn them and obey them. The Lord our God made a covenant with us at Mount Sinai. The Lord did not make this covenant with our ancestors, 
but with all of us who are alive today. At the mountain, the Lord spoke to you face to face from the heart of the fire. I stood as an intermediary between you and the Lord, for you were afraid of the fire and did not want to approach the mountain. He spoke to me, and I passed his words on to you, and this is what he said. I am the Lord your God, who rescued you from the land of Egypt, the place of your slavery. You must not have any other God but me. You must not make for yourselves an idol of any kind, or an image of anything in the heavens, or on the earth, or in the sea. You must not bow down to them, or worship them, for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, who will not tolerate your affection for any other gods. I lay the sins of the parents upon their children. The entire family is affected, even children in the third and fourth generations of those who reject me. But I lavish unfailing love for a thousand generations on those who love me and obey my commands. You must not misuse the name of the Lord your God. The Lord will not let you go unpunished if you misuse his name. Observe the Sabbath day by keeping it holy as the Lord your God has commanded you. You have six days each week for your ordinary work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath day of rest, dedicated to the Lord your God. On that day, no one in your household may do any work. This includes you, your sons and daughters, your male and female servants, your oxen and donkeys and other livestock and any foreigners living among you. All your male and female servants must rest as you do. Remember that you were once slaves in Egypt, but the Lord your God brought you out with his strong hand and powerful arm. That is why the Lord your God has commanded you to rest on the Sabbath day. Honour your father and mother as the Lord your God commanded you. Then you will live a long, full life in the land of the Lord your God, in the land the Lord your God is giving you. You must not murder. You must not commit adultery. You must not steal. You must not testify falsely against your neighbour. You must not covet your neighbour's wife. You must not covet your neighbour's house or land, male or female servant, ox or donkey, or anything else that belongs to your neighbour. The Lord spoke these words to all of you, assembled there at the foot of the mountain. He spoke with a loud voice from the heart of the fire, surrounded by clouds and deep darkness. This was all he said at the time. And he wrote his words on two stone tablets and gave them to me. But when you heard the voice from the heart of the darkness, while the mountain was blazing with fire, all your tribal leaders and elders came to me. They said, look, the Lord our God has shown us his glory and greatness, and we have heard his voice from the heart of the fire. Today we have seen that God can speak to us humans, and yet we live. But now, why should we risk death again? If the Lord our God speaks to us again, we will certainly die and be consumed by this awesome fire. Can anything hear the voice of the living God from the heart of the fire as we did and yet survive? Go yourselves and listen to what the Lord our God says. Then come and tell us everything he tells you and we will listen and obey. The Lord heard the request you made to me and he said, I've heard what the people said to you and they are right. Oh, that they would always have hearts like this, that they might fear me and obey all my commands. If they did, they and their descendants would prosper forever. Go and tell them, return to your tents. 
but you can stand here with me so I can give you all my commands, decrees and regulations. You must teach them to the people so they can obey them in the land I'm giving to them as their possession. So Moses told the people, you must be careful to obey all the commands of the Lord your God, following his instructions in every detail. Stay on the path that the Lord your God has commanded you to follow. Then you will live long and prosperous lives in the land you are about to enter and occupy.